Hello listeners, this is Kit McNeil, voice of Medea on the podcast. I know you've been waiting patiently to see how the Argo crew is faring in their latest adventure and we'll check in with them in just a moment. But first we've got a message from our friends at our fellow podcast Station Arcadia. The Station Arcadia podcast tells stories from a dystopian world where dieselpunk, steampunk, cyberpunk and solarpunk societies all exist side by side. These diverse stories are told through a radio station on a shifting island and given voice by the station's host, Cassandra. Did that man just try to offer jerky as a consolation prize for someone's daughter? Woven through each standalone story are threads that come together to tell the story of a revolution and hope in the face of a dying world. I understand enough. The revolution still has hope and I want to help. Breaks in the narration bring us on site to each society, where we hear four unique and powerful stories. Stop squirming! I can lift myself through the window, let me just... Mm. Uh. Ow. Station Arcadia broadcasts Fridays at 9am Pacific Time. Transcripts and additional information are available at stationarcadia.com. Remember listeners, stay safe, stay moving, and stick close. You've been listening to Station Arcadia, the promo. And now, on with our tale. Hello? Are you in there? I didn't think you had anything today, but I can come back. Oh! I, uh... Are you okay? That's okay. It's... It can be a lot. Do you want me to come back another time? No, I can stay. Um, do you want to hear more of the story today? Okay, we were just past the labyrinth, right? I think you're going to really like this part. Here, sit down and... <clears throat> Sing, O oh muses, of the weary Medusa and their friends as they tackle a job from a persuasive space pirate. A job that can ease their burdens if only they can complete it together. Muses great, grant me the ability to sing to you the hymn of two-thirds of a lyre. Come on, let's get out of here. I can't! Atalanta, please. Come here, you... Ah, You can't punch a robot, Atalanta. List of things that can kill me. Athena's hunters. The security bots standing between us and a clean exit. This was not the plan, y'all. Stay here, kid. Hopeless. And her. If I don't manage to kill her first. Her own stupid heist and she couldn't be bothered to come with. I'm cursing every decision that brought me to this moment. Every action I took since we landed on Delos two days ago. Atalanta's knuckles are white on the controls as she eased Argo into the local airspace. Medea had tried to convince her to let Echo do all the steering, and so that stab wound from Nosos had completely healed. But Atalanta wouldn't hear of it. I could see the worry in Medea's eyes because, as much as she didn't want to admit it, still doesn't want to admit it, she cares for her. I thought I understood a little. My list of things that could kill me had grown, somehow, into several different lists. Things that could kill me, things that could kill Echo, 
things that could kill Medea, things that could kill Atalanta. I wasn't used to having lists for anyone else. The other people in my life had always been untouchable. Right, we're in a bit of a pinch here. We're strapped for cash and we're going to need to stock up on rations and supplies before we can keep looking for whoever Phineas was talking about. We should be able to pick up some work here, but we need to be on the same page before we land. What kind of work are we talking about? At this point, pretty much whatever we can find. You really still should be taking it easy, Atalanta. There's always a man for a programmer, right? Not here, love. Delos is running on duct tape and paper clips, and those are just to keep the lights on. No one here's got any software they can't keep up themselves, except the big companies. Why do we need to stop so quickly anyway? I looked over the rations yesterday. We could make it to Delphi easily. Better work here for our skill set, I think. Not Medusa's. Just trust me, okay? Besides, we're already landing. She turned back to the controls, navigating into Delos' tiny spaceport. It seemed to be a formality more than anything. There was no STSA, no gate control. Delos wasn't a planet, but a large, lumpy asteroid. Its twin stars were so dim they were barely stars at all, and all I could see on the surface were dark, hulking shapes. As we flew in and the great door closed behind us, I couldn't help but think of the mouth of some enormous beast swallowing us whole. What are all those shadows? The planet of Delos is covered in securely insulated domes, allowing habitation on an asteroid orbiting two brown dwarfs. These domes are designed for maximum efficiency around the factories which form the bulk of the planet's trade. A spokesperson from Nomios Pharmaceuticals, the branch of Olympus Corp responsible for the factories and surrounding facilities, lauded their design as, quote, a winning solution for resources, energy, and personnel, end quote. But critics have referred to them as, quote, soul-sucking brutalist monstrosities, end quote. Thanks, Echo. So, what, do you think we can pick up a few days making Apollo's miracle drugs and then go merrily on our way? I'm not that stupid, but employee script is pretty common in these parts, and it makes for a pretty solid underground economy. I figure we take up running security for a smuggling operation or something, and then we're in business again. It wasn't like we had a better plan, but I didn't know what we were getting into, and I didn't like the idea of working with wanted criminals. Sure, they could have been like me or Medea, victims of circumstance, griping out whatever living they could find under the Olympians. Or they could have been the kind of thugs Athena used to warn me about, howling and hungry and hunting for blood. Hell, I didn't know if the hitman she had after me would bother to look in a place like this, but crossing paths here wasn't out of the question. You... Okay there, Dusa? Oh, I... Sorry. It's okay. User Medusa, for that. user Atalanta is requesting your feedback. Her question was... You... okay there, Dusa? I'm fine, I just... Are you sure you're up for this? I'm with them. I really don't think that Course you Of course I'm sure. Come on, put on your shoes. I know a place, as long as it's still there. And if it isn't? Then we'll figure it out. Right, let's get a move on. I had to be careful to remember my breathing, even as I scanned the crowd. 
to double-take every time I saw someone who looked even vaguely like Palace Tech Security. I was still glad I wore a thick enough scarf to hide the twitching motion of my hair. Stars, I hate these places. Can you see where Atalanta went? Still carousing with the best of them. Honestly, if she ever gets sick of the hero business, the woman should be a recruiter or something. Eh, I don't think she's likely to take that advice anytime soon. <laughs> You're probably right about that. Star, she's stubborn. <laughs> what? Do you care about her or something? I mean, I wouldn't leave her to die. Anymore. Anyway, good thing you're old enough to drink anywhere in the galaxy, right? We would have had to leave you outside. I don't think that's very good parenting on your part. <laughs> eh, what would I know? I knew she was speaking for herself, but some fragments of the word still managed to lodge in my chest. What would I know? It's not like Athena was a model mother. When I was younger, I thought that was just what family was like. But... After everything that had happened, after the things I'd seen in the short weeks since I left, Ariadne's image kept sticking in my head. There's nothing quite like looking at a family and realizing in the 21 years you've been alive, you're not sure you've ever been loved. I was a prodigy, a rising talent who could do amazing things with machines. That's all that mattered. That was all that ever mattered. All the stars still ring with the cries. We're soon to be off to planet nine. Through the belts and around the bend. Ugh, like this place needed to get any louder. You wanna go outside for a few minutes? You probably shouldn't leave Atalanta alone. I can deal with it. I can barely hear myself think. I'm sure they'll quiet down if we ask. It wasn't the entire truth. But if I had told Medea I was going over on her accounts rather than mine, she'd have tried to stop me. My job on this crew was to take care of Medea and Atalanta, and I was gonna do it. Excuse me, excuse me, could you tone it down a little? Depends. How much are you offering? Uh, what? How much are you offering to pay me to shut up? For 10,000 drachma a day, you too can buy my silence. Hey, 10,000... Okay, some of us are trying to enjoy a quiet night out. If quiet's what you're looking for, I don't think this place is your bag. Again, though, I will consider it if you've got any cash. The stranger was standing on the table with impressively polished leather boots. Their long hair fell loose down their back as they grinned at me. Clearly drunk, but there was still a strange sharpness to that smile. Oh, I don't have any. Would it really kill you to be a few decibels quieter? Quite possibly. Can't say I've ever tried it. Well, there's no time like the present. How about instead I buy you a drink and you come up here and join me? I don't want you to buy me a drink. I want you to show a little basic public courtesy. Uh, what? Well, I'm already blessing y'all with my roguish charm. Not sure how much more courteous I could be. Roguish? Is the bar really that low these days? Uh-huh. Medusa, you're right. Oh, my stars. I'm fine. They, 
pronouns. <laughs> oh, you couldn't get it wrong if you tried. Generally, she, anything works. Well, she was just being a bit loud. I came over to politely request she tone it down. And I was just telling. Ahem. Ugh, she heard him. Heard or relax and join me. I have some great stories to tell, and only two thirds of them are complete lies. <sighs> it's not worth arguing with anyone this drunk. Let's just go somewhere else. Plenty of places to find a job, right? A job? Enjoy your night, sir. It's with the hang on thing. If you're looking for work, I might have an opportunity for you. You just said that two-thirds of your stories would be lies. Why should we trust you? Oh, well, frankly, you shouldn't, but you can trust that I like making money and taking off local overlords. Yeah, no. You're still not inspiring a lot of confidence. What kind of job are we talking about? Well, now, hang on. Why should I trust you? After all, I only met this one because she decided to bully me. I didn't decide, you absolute Let's hypocrite. Just talk, yeah? Next round's on me. Atalanta? Well, that is a compelling argument. Lead the way. After asking for the stranger's drink preference, Atalanta made for the bar to order another round, leaving me to lead her to our table. Uh, who's this? Captain Andromeda of the Starship Archer. Scourge of the Korra, robber of kings, and, depending on who you ask, sworn enemy of the Nairades. I think we're friends, personally. What? Don't ask. She's already said that she's a liar. But now I hardly think that's fair. At most, you could call me two-thirds of a liar. Uh, assuming I was telling the truth in the first place. Huh. But... She's two thirds of a liar, and she said she's two thirds of a liar. Then that means the probability of her actually being two thirds of a liar is only four nines. And mm-hmm. she does mean what she says she's saying. Oh, I never thought I like it here. Why? Well, well. Anyways, she mentioned a job. Adelance is getting kicks now. And we're interviewing with her. Why? I don't know, Adelanta should be back in a minute. You can ask her then. And in the meantime, I don't believe that either of you have introduced yourselves. It's so rude to keep your guest in the dark. I didn't know why Adelanta had chosen her of all people to look for a job with, but I didn't want to ruin whatever her plan was. However much the bastard grated on me, however much I wanted to knock that stupid grin off her face, I could play nice. <sighs> Medusa. Pleasure to meet you. Enchante. I have to say, though, that name does sound familiar. <laughs> Don't worry about it. I'm sure it's nothing. <laughs> uh, and you are? Medea. She, her. Great, we're all here. Let's sit down. I've got everyone a refill. I'm Atlanta, by the way. I use she and her. Now, what's this job? You know Nomios? Yes? use a hand breaking into one of their factories. My usual crew is being very rude at the moment. What does that mean? 
Oh, you know, sometimes your roommates get it into their heads that you're embarrassing them or not shutting the hell up or whatever, and then sometimes those roommates decide to kick you off of a moving spaceship to get it out of your system or something. Like I said, rude. But life has to go on. Medea and I looked at each other, but none of this seemed to worry Atalanta as she and Andromeda went back and forth about the details of the job. Breaking into the factory storage, loading up bags of medicine, and slipping out of Dallas Sound. She did make the job sound easy. But, coming from her, that meant nothing. Right. And what happens to this stuff once we hand it all off to you? Excuse? Why are you after these meds? Smuggling? Black market? Does it really matter? Yes. I want to know how you're planning on getting paid, and how you're planning on paying us. She has a point. Kids your age don't usually have the kind of money to hire crew. What? Uh, I'm 22 for your information. She still has a point. I ain't gonna take the goods and run, if that's what you're wondering. That's not an answer. Fine. For being honest, I have no idea what the meds are for. Huh? Wait, wait, then why are you even asking us Couldn't tell you. But my boss wants them, and I promise she pays handsomely. Who's this boss? Lady called Aristo. She tends to keep a low profile, but it's... Well, I can't exactly say it's honest work, but it is work, and it's certainly better than anything you're going to find above board. Especially if you want it for treason. Or murder. Why would you say that? Is that a threat? Oh, calm down. I'm not planning on turning either of you in, or I wouldn't be trying to get you in on a heist in the first place. I'm just saying, your options are limited. There are worse things than working with an experienced pirate. But, pirate? The best part of the job is picking your own title. So, you in? Atalanta looked to Medea for confirmation, who reluctantly nodded. Then she looked to me. I was still hesitant, but we did need a job. I nodded. We're in. Perfect. We'll break in tomorrow night. Do any of you have hacking experience? I do. Of course you do. Hey. If you've got a place to stay, we can plan there. We've got a ship, and our AI should be able to help us access whatever we need. Well then, we're in business. The next evening came before I knew it, and suddenly, it was time to go. Alright folks, remember the plan. Right. I'm still wondering why we're the ones going in for your heist. It's our heist now. Besides, you've already worked together. I'll be here ready to whisk you off to safety when you're done, and Echo will keep an eye on things. You got your radios? Right here. We'll keep in touch. User Atalanta, you are injured. Your health and safety are always in my best interests. I'm still with her. You don't have to come, Atalanta. I told you both. I'm fine. You can stop trying to get me to stay back. I think we're all just worried about you. If you need rest, you can help Andromeda do I don't need rest. I'm your captain. I think I have a right to come. Cool, Captain. Are we ready? Thankfully, the factory wasn't far from the spaceports. Earlier, the domes had been lit with buzzing fluorescent lights and some hollow mockery of sunlight, but now those lights were gone, replaced with sodium-orange lamps at regular intervals. 
I couldn't see anyone else nearby, but I couldn't shake an uneasy feeling. It's alright. This is the plan. We weren't turning our radios on until we reached a factory, since we didn't want to run out of power. Through the quiet, I could hear our footsteps, the buzz of the systems keeping Delos running, and not much else. Not until we got to the factory. What's that sound? The machinery is settling. It's all just running on its normal night rhythm. You ready, Medusa? As I'll ever be. He walks up to the employee entrance. I knew going in that it operated on a chip reader, compatible with subdermal implants and employees' wrists, but I still shuddered when I saw it. Most of my modifications were my choice. The ones that weren't... I wouldn't wish it on anyone. Most chip readers are simple enough. They operate on a key specific to the facility, but the memory is stored in the lock. Put together something that can read the key and feed it back in, and... Right. Just plug this in, and... There. That easy? I'm guessing they were depending on this place only seeing manufacturers. Come on. Inside the factory was dark. I reached into my pockets and flipped on my radio. Atalanta and Medea did the same. You still alive? Yep. Headed for the locker rooms now. Perfect. You should find uniforms for the factory there. I'm not exactly sure what kind of scans these security drones run, but hopefully being in uniform will at least buy you some time, assuming something goes wrong and you run into them at all. The uniforms were in the locker rooms, and we slipped the green jumpsuits over our clothes. I flopped back to the plan Andromeda had talked us from. We'd take up as much medicine as we could, leave storage through the other door, and come back the way we entered. Simple. I could hear the echoing clanks of the security droids in equipment storage, and that made me uneasy. If you could hear them, what was stopping them from hearing us? The three of us crept through the hallways, passing through the two airlocks like shadows. It was almost too easy, but even so, I started to get my hopes up. Maybe we really would be in and out. Oof. First door. This should be it. Perfect. Medusa? Right. The room was more open than I expected. The walls were covered with industrial shelving, but the floor only had large boxes resting on pallets. Still, the dark made it feel looming, like craggy teeth in the jaw of a monster. Y'all in? Yes. Everyone, grab as much as you can fit in your bags and pockets. Aye, aye, co-captain. I moved towards the boxes on the floor while Medea and Atalanta went for the shelves. The crate in front of me was chest-height and filled to the brim with neatly stacked boxes, each one of them a blaze on stylized sun of Nomia's pharmaceuticals. I grabbed as many as would fit in my hands and shoved them into my bag before moving to the next crate. It was... <laughs> it was thrilling, in a way. At Palace Tech, I took every step like the floor was made of glass. I had to be the model child, prodigy, Athena's perfect little ward. The closest thing I got to Teenage Rebellion was dyeing my hair before I replaced it, and even that led to an hour-long lecture about images and professionalism. Here, doing something to strike 
back something that had the chance to help people in a way I'd never truly been able to before. <laughs> Exhilaration ran for me like a current. I couldn't believe I was doing this. I couldn't. <laughs> I couldn't believe I'd broken away. My bag was full in minutes, and I met Medea at a door on the other side of the room. Atalanta's bag was half full, and she was still scouring the shelves. Atalanta, what are you doing? Just grab whatever fits before we get caught. I just, uh, I want to make sure I can get what will be useful to Andromeda. It's all useful. This isn't spaceship shopping. You don't need to be picky. Why don't you two go ahead, and I'll be right behind you. What? Don't be an idiot. We're not leaving you behind. Just get a move on. I'm serious. I'll be fine. I'll just be an extra minute. Why the hell would we do that? It doesn't make any goddamn sense. This isn't the best time for a lover's quarrel, ladies. Atalanta, I think what Medea's trying to say is that she's that we're confused. We don't understand your plan and you're worried about your safety. Let's just Why are you all so worried about my safety? I can handle myself. I'm not going to break the moment one of you looks away. No, but you'll definitely break if you do something reckless and it gets you killed. I know we can work this out, but let's lower our voices, please. I don't want to alert the security I'm not being reckless. I'm taking a tactical risk. And what exactly is your tactic? Just go. I'll only take a second. Damn. Look out! Atalanta ducked just in time to miss a swing from a security droid's segmented metal arm. There were four or five of them built of brass and trundling on worn rubber treads. Gods, they had to be at least twenty years old. Their designs were clunky, inelegant, but not any less dangerous for it. Come on, let's get out of here. I can't! Atalanta, please. Come here, you... You can't punch a robot, Atalanta. This was not the plan, y'all. Stay here, kid. Hold this. Which brings us up to the present. I clutch Medea's bag to my chest as she dives into the fray, dodging robots left and right to get to Atalanta and grab her arm. But I don't have time to focus on them, or to think of wringing Andromeda's neck. I still only have a moment to slip away. This was not the plan! Yes, I heard you the first time! One of them is parked at the entrance, leaving free to take us down. Hand-to-hand combat isn't an option. Medea's knives are useless, and she's not in a position to create a solution of Pharmaca. At some point, Atalanta managed to tear open a stab wound, and it's clearly starting to slow her down. We're cornered and defenseless. Almost. Atalanta, Medea, take... Here. While the bots turn to me, distracted by my shout, Medea drags Atalanta behind one of the big boxes. It will have to be enough. What are you doing? The hairs on my arms stand up, static crackles through my body. My hair rise, a frightened pit of vipers. They couldn't protect me from Athena. They couldn't protect others from her. From our tech. But in this strange new life, I only have one job, and I will do it. I will protect my friend.
I'm on my knees. Concrete floor managing to seep a chill into me, even through my clothes. My whole body trembles and my head spins and aches. For a moment, I'm back in my room at Palace Tech. Door locked behind me and half the wires torn out of my skull. I shake my head and the present comes back into focus. Well, that sure came in handy. Medusa? Yeah, I... Yeah, yeah, I'm here. Right, let's get out of here. Wait. Those things could have killed us. Medusa could have killed themselves and you still want to wait. Just a minute, please. Is that... Why do you need that? Look, Andromeda said not to worry about anything specific. We just... not for Andromeda. We can go now. I'll... I'll explain later. Medusa, are you good to walk? Yeah. Yeah, let's go. The bags are right where I left them. I fished the device out of mine and opened the airlock. I'm still shaking and it takes most of my concentration just to stay on my feet. A glance at Atlanta suggests it's the same for her. Getting out of the factory is all a blur. It's still dim outside and all three of us are silent as we trek back to the Argo. Are y'all alright? Let's just get these two some medical care. That, uh, does seem like the best course of action. Come on in. The thing had to have been at least 50 metres long. It wasn't that big. So, after she cut off a bit of my hair, she ran down to make whatever explosive could kill it, while I headed back to the cockpit to steer us away. The Chimera's claws screeched against the hull. I'm pretty sure that was the machinery, Atalanta. You were making a sharp turn and your driving is, well... But anyway, as soon as she saw it, she fired. It let out one last horrible screech. Ugh, I'll agree with you on that one. Before it drifted off into the Cora. Woo! Woo! <laughs> it really was not as heroic <laughs> as she makes it sound. Even so, taking down a Chimera with only two crew members is nothing to sneeze at. <gasps> Reminds me of the time I was in- Have you finished making that tea yet? <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's here. Black tea for us two and ugh, whatever that is for Medusa and Atalanta. It's a basic herbal mixture with restorative properties and a bit of pain relief. Uh, it's also safe in combination with most pain medications. I... thank you. We're all resting in the common room, since the med bay isn't exactly cosy. Atalanta reclines on the couch, freshly bandaged and avoiding Medea's eyes. Andromeda sprawls onto one of the armchairs after passing out teacups, while I rest in a nest of blankets on the floor. The whole thing is so domestic, so comfortable, like a picture book or a postcard. My tea is warm in my hands and has a vaguely sweet scent. And after some rest, my exhaustion from earlier has softened into a gentle tiredness. I want to freeze here, let this picturesque moment become my whole existence, lay down the burdens of Nomius and Pallas Tech and running. 
I know it can't last. I know I'll have to pick everything up again. But I'm so tired. I think I owe you an explanation about what happened. It's your business. If you don't want to talk about it, you don't have to battle into it. I think I made it your business back there. And I do want to tell you. I injured my back pretty badly. Not long after I left the Argonauts. It didn't heal all the way and it still gives me a lot of pain. I take meds for it, but I've been running low. Well, why didn't you just say that? Hey, in my defence, I wasn't sure you weren't going to try to kill me until, like, week three. Fine, but at some point after that, you could have said so. We could have helped you find what you needed. We didn't have to fight our way out of every- Hey, whoa, 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 hang on. It's... Let's all take a breath. We... We don't need to snap at each other or... Or, or attack each other, or, or... <laughs> Medusa. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Hey, hey, hey! hey. It's okay, Medusa. You don't need to apologize. Come on. Will you breathe with me? <laughs> hey. Uh, short stuff. Look, look. You got your tea, right? Yeah, take a sip of that. Perfect. Yeah, just like that. Now, breathe. Just breathe. Just like Atalanta said. Slowly, my hair stills and my heart settles back into a normal rhythm. I'm okay. I'm okay. I'm sorry. Don't apologize. It isn't your fault. Yeah, I... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Do you want to talk about it? It's just a lot. Things, things are better now than they've been in a long, long time. And I really like it here. That's stupid to cry over, but I don't want to lose this. And if I don't do my job, I will. And today was just really bad. What do you mean, your job? I... My job? You brought me on to help you and Medea. So I could stop your arguments. I didn't do that today. Oh, no, Medusa, that's... That's not why you're here, Medusa. You're part of this crew because we care about you. It isn't your job to sort out our problems. It isn't? Of course not. That's on us. You're here because we care about you. We like being around you and we like being your friends. We aren't going to kick you out for any reason. You're with us now. I turned that over in my head. One of them. Not an employee or an asset or a great young mind. Part of a crew. It's hard to believe it, but I want to. Maybe I'm not okay, but I think this is a safe place not to be. I like being your friend too. We're glad to have you, kid. Well, 
I think this success deserves a celebration. If uh, y'all are up for it, of course. <laughs> yeah, I could use a celebration. Certainly couldn't hurt anything. So long as it's a restful one. Don't worry, love. I've had that stitched up twice. I'm not keen to have to do it a third time. In that case, let's toast with uh, teacups to a job well, well, well done might not be the word for it, but it's certainly done. Here's to that. And to good tea. Why the tea? Well, we may as well get ourselves excited about something. Well, in that case, here's to finally getting some rest. And to the best ship in the galaxy to rest on. (laughs) Your ship is at least 20 years old. Hey, it's in good condition, though. I just think that you could stand to make some upgrades. I don't know, think outside the box, like... Like if you gave it arms to punch with. If we what? Arms! Arms! (gasps) That would have helped with the chimera. Major untested alterations to an active ship are dangerous and Wait, how would that work, though? I mean... I oh, guess no. if you could put metal plates locking over each other for <laughs> dexterity. Oh, that could. Give the fists spikes. Yeah, and that right, wouldn't even on. be too hard. It yes. require extra fuel, but that could yes. easily be generated by, like, you know, so Now of... showing results for Mortal Terror. Hang on, hang on. Before we get going with, uh, this, I want to ask you a question. You, you have a lot of contacts, right? I do. You wouldn't happen to know anyone who crossed the Lord of Herberus or... We were told they might know something about the police? Crossed the Lord of Herberus? I have an old friend who was headed to Planet Nine recently. I think she mentioned the fleece once? What did she say? Not much. She just mentioned the time her buddy Jason roped her into hiding it from Medea. <laughs> Classic. I haven't heard from her in a couple of weeks, but I could give you her last known coordinates. Her name's Orpheus. Orpheus? I haven't heard from her in years. I... I thought she settled down on Delphi. She left. A couple of weeks ago. Wouldn't say why, but she sounded pretty upset last time she called. To be honest, I wouldn't mind someone checking in on her. If you want, you can send you a message when you find her. Uh, No, no need. Uh, Just tell her to call me back. We'll do that. Thank you, Andromeda. Alert, user Atalanta. A payment of 3,000 drachmas has been made to your account from user Anonymous. That'd be our paycheck. Isn't it three in the morning? I didn't think your boss would be up. (laughs) Yeah, Aristo's always been a bit of a night owl. Lacks the moonlight, she says. Though, uh, given she lives on a spaceship, I'm pretty sure that's meant to be a joke. Well, I don't care when she pays us, so long as she does. I think we have a celebration to get back to, then. Well, how do we feel about a little music? Oh, (laughs) Again? It comes with the package, short stuff. No getting out of it. Alright, then. I once had a brother who showed me the way Whoa, give me a sign The reaper came knocking and snatched him away We're We're soon to be off to planet nine Nine. Through the the belt and and round the bend Whoa, give me a sign Through the whole system and on to the end We're soon to be off to planet nine Their smiles are infectious 
Medea rolls her eyes, but she joins in too. I take a second to look at them. My crew and a strange new friend. In this room, I'm a thread in a tapestry. My life has become woven of theirs and they aren't going to cut me off. Together, we're creating something bigger, something more beautiful, something... something like a family. There are a million things in this universe that could kill me. Rogue asteroids and airlock malfunctions. Or even myself, if I don't start being more careful. But now that's all far away. Kept at bay by the golden bubble of this moment. And the copper walls of... Of home. So I put the list aside and I join with the others. And together, our voices push the fear away. We're soon to be off to planet nine. Cora Podcast is created and produced by Trenchco and Co Productions. This episode of Cora Podcast, Two Thirds a Liar, featured Kit McNeil's Medea, MQ Quinlan as Atlanta, Clary Jung as Medusa, Stats D. Stefano as Andromeda, Kat Hawthorne as Echo, and Hyun Lee as a Tailspinner. Cora's music and sound design is done by the Cora team. This episode was written by A.L. Emmett, Kat Hawthorne, and the Cora crew. To find out more about all the wonderful people whose work goes into making this show possible, check out the show notes below. Do you want to support Cora? Tell your friends about us or post about us on social media with hashtag Cora Podcast. This podcast will be with no budget and lots of love by a group of friends, and so support surely means a lot to us. You can find us on Twitter, Tumblr, and Instagram at Cora Podcast. Thank you for listening, and we'll see you for the next verse of our epic.